It's time for Fed Talk, the live show for Feds in the Know. From federal agencies to Capitol Hill, the attorneys of Shaw, Bransford, and Roth bring in experts from across the federal community to bring you inside the issues. Fed Talk is meant to provide general information about legal issues. However, the views expressed in this program are not intended to provide legal counseling. Listeners are cautioned not to rely upon any statements made in resolving legal issues they may face, but instead to consult with their own attorney about specific situations. Attorneys are not engaged in providing legal services while appearing on the program and are not responsible in any manner for the consequences that may stem directly or indirectly from reliance on any statement made during this program. Good morning and welcome to Fed Talk here on the Federal News Network. I am Tony Vernetti from Feds Protection. And today is Friday, April 19th, 2019, and we have a very, very busy show for you today with the studio chock full of guests and one calling guest. So I'm going to have, you know, you know, my hands full passing this ball around. It's a little NBA reference there for anybody that's, <laughs> um, that's paying attention. So our focus today will be about executive level training in the federal government for career government leaders. And as a backdrop to that discussion, we're going to spend some time talking about OPM's prestigious Federal Executive Institute, or FEI, as most in the, the federal government know it as. And to assist with the discussion today, I've invited our good friends from the Federal Executive Institute Alumni Association. So let me first introduce Deborah Schweikert, the newly elected president of the FEI Alumni Association, and Abe Brown, the newly elected vice president of the association. Deb and Abe, good morning and welcome to the show. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Tony. Thanks for being here. A little later in the show, we'll have um, FEIA board member Jonathan Herman calling in from Cincinnati to talk about the Alumni Association's upcoming and very popular executive forum that will take place here in Washington, D.C. next month. And that's a one-day uh, training event that um, a lot of folks talk about and like to attend um, each year. So we're going to spend some time talking about that. Um, and last and certainly not least, I have my old friend and colleague, Jenny Mattingly, in studio with us. And Jenny, you know, I don't mean old. I mean, like, I've known in you a, a long time. In a very nice way, right? <laughs> right, right, right. And you're way down there at the end of the table. Um, Jenny is the former director of the White House Leadership Development Program, and she is assisting FEIA with their forum this year. So good morning, Jenny. Thank you for being here. Good morning. Thanks for letting me come back on the show. I'm not sure I even gave you an option. No. So Jenny, you're coming <laughs> it, in. It wasn't needed. You're, com you're coming in here with me. Um for those of you who don't know, Jenny, um, when she was at law firm Shaw Brancer, used to co-host this show quite a bit, so um, we got her back in the saddle here. Before we get started, I want to remind everyone that Fed Talk is brought to you by the Federal Long-Term Care Partners. Long-Term Care Partners administers the Office of Personnel Management-sponsored Federal Long-Term Care Insurance Program, FLTCIP. So for more information, go to www.ltcfeds.com. That's ltcfeds.com. So, Deb, I want to start with you and just sort of have you introduce the Alumni Association um, to, our to, to our listeners, your membership to our listeners. The Alumni Association came about about two years after FEI came about. We celebrate our 50th anniversary next year. They celebrated theirs last year. Um, but we are sort of carrying on the tradition of what people learned at FEI. Um, I have always kidded people that FEI is not just a training program, it's a feeling, and it lives with you forever. People use that as the touchstone for years and years. I went to FEI in 2001. Um, so long, long ago, in a galaxy far, <coughs> far away, I attended, and I still to this day get a feeling when I drive onto that campus. Um, we just had a retreat. We once a year go back as a board to FEI and spend about three days talking about the future and where we've been and where we're going and help plan some more about our forum, which we're going to hear more about. But it's a group of dedicated people that just want to keep FEI and that feeling going. Right, right. And it's funny. I've been down your retreat a couple of years, and I was just down there this year with you guys, and I see that. It, you know, in in the, you know that sort of energy that you mm -hmm. have, and you know, of course, I haven't, you know, you know, been to FEI, so I don't have that same experience. And I'm like, 
what are these crazy people talking about? It's like, you know, you're going to be down here in Charlottesville or in this building. And and it really must be something to see all the all the energy um, that that comes out of that. But I just got to ask you a personal question since you mentioned 2001. When in 2001 did you attend? Right after 9-11. That's where I was headed, you know, and, and so that must have been, you know, a, a an interesting time. You know, to go to FEI. It was an incredible experience, and I will give kudos to the instructors at the time because they dropped everything, and we had a slightly different program than anybody else. Um, they brought in speakers from UVA. We had a special program at the Holocaust Museum talking about the parallels between Nazi Germany and a terrorist attack in 2001. Mm-hmm. It was fascinating. Um, Mm -hmm. We had a number of people that couldn't come to the program because they were at the Pentagon and they were involved in the tragedy. So it was just different. And in the middle of our program, there was an earthquake, which which created like a sonic boom. And we thought we were under attack. I bet you did. So it was just it was a fascinating kind of of experience. Well, I can imagine because I remember, you know, like all of us, right, where you were at 9-11, and I had just left the federal government. You know, I was in the military. I was in a, served as a lawyer in the federal government. I just started with our old law firm, Jenny, and in May, and 9-11 hit. And I never rem- can forget this feeling of helplessness. Mm-hmm. You know, what am I doing uh, here? You know, I really wanted to go back to the government and serve. Mm-hmm. You know, and I sort of eventually reconciled that in my own mind of what I was doing was still serving um, you know, federal employees and in, in, the, in the kind of practice I had, but but I just I had to ask you because that had to be, you know, a, a just an a, you know a moving time mm-hmm. to kind of be there when you're talking about yeah. the kind of program that you're in there. Abe, tell us a little bit about you know your experience at FBI because it's a little more recent. Sure, <laughs> sure, yeah. And I, I came out just last year, in 2018. So, um, yeah, almost uh, 18, 17 years difference between uh, Deb and I. Um, the same feeling Deb mentioned is there. Uh, it's it's um, you, you obviously have a feeling of, uh, of of belonging and camaraderie with all the executives that you spend an intense amount of time with over this couple of weeks. Um, you learn quite a bit about being uh, not just uh, a leader over others and um, understanding how to lead others, but you also understand a lot about yourself. You understand a lot about um, what. Uh, your triggers are, what uh, you've done in your past, what you can do in your future based on your own experiences. And most importantly, you know, people want to know, you know, they always want to know, you know, how um, others perceive them. You know, you learn that a lot, uh, but equally as important is, you know, the difference between how people perceive you and how you perceive yourself. Right. So the program is, um, again, very exciting. We did not have an earthquake <laughs> like Deb did, um, though we did have a lot of fun uh, while we were there. We uh, uh, definitely engaged with each other, and you make lifelong executive friends in that program. That's the one common theme I've always heard, multiple classes. You have lifelong resources. Well, and I think that's where FEIAA comes in mm-hmm. because then you can use those resources. You can draw on people, and it doesn't matter. Yes, they're your cohort, 2001, mm-hmm. 2018. You can ask them for help, for connections, for mm-hmm. just advice, somebody else who's been through this leadership journey. Mm-hmm. But then you all are passionate about being leaders. You're all passionate about public service. How do you find that group of people and use them in a way that – you're all helping each other to make the mm-hmm. government better. And that's mm-hmm. what I love about an alumni group mm-hmm. of passionate, committed folks. Yeah. And so I think that's where you all are trying to go with FEIAA. Oh, yeah. When you have your passion, you have passion on your own, but then you have others that have the exact same amount of passion as you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's an exciting thing. Yeah. And you don't want to lose that once you leave. That's why that's where the association comes into play. And, right. and you have such a, you know, what I always find interesting is you have such a, you know, a wide, you know, variety of kinds of people there. And let's just use, you know, you know, you two, you know, for example, you know, Deb, of course, your your day job is Assistant Inspector General um, over at FDIC, right? And Abe, you're at FDA and you're the director of the Division of Partnership and Investments and Agreements. So you're doing a lot with grants and, and things like that. You know, so both of you have, you know, risen up within your agencies because you're you're experts at, you know, your respective field. Um and I and I've seen this a lot. And I'm gonna pick on lawyers since I'm one, right? 
So lawyers, same thing as we rise up with the you know, agencies and become. But has anybody really taught us to be a manager? You know, has anybody really taught us to be a leader? You know, sometimes. So, it, you know, this is, you know, a little theme I know we'll touch on here today, which is why I, you know, truly believe, you know, why training such as this is mission essential. Well, part of the problem, and I think the agencies are starting to see it, the most recent study took three years' worth of data, and 25% of the people who get promoted to SES leave in mm. those three years. Um, and that's a big expense. It's an expense to recruit. It's a laborious process. And if you don't have some of those leadership skills, I am mm. guessing that's one of the reasons they leave. Right. Right. Well, that's you know, one of the reasons, and I've seen it for you know what they'll— <clears throat> You know, give it a fancy, like only in the federal government, give it a fancy name. It's a human capital crisis, right? right? Mm -hmm. You know, everything's right. a crisis, mm -hmm. you know. But you're right. That's I, I, I take those calls, you know, in my day job, at my personal liability insurance coming from executives that are quite frustrated. And, you know, and I'm trying to coach them through, you know, the scenario. And it's like sometimes they just don't, you know, have the leadership skills mm -hmm. to deal mm -hmm. with it. Mm -hmm. Um and even if they came in from industry sometimes or military, I have a lot, you know, deal with that sometimes because leading, you know, in the executive branch is just a little bit different than leading, you know, in the military, right. in the military as well. So you're listening to Fed Talk on the Federal News Network, 1500 AM. And I'm here with Deb Schweiker and Nate Brown from the FEI Alumni Association. We'll continue our discussion about FEI and the Alumni Association's activities after this break and a word from our sponsor. Make long-term care insurance part of your retirement plan. Long-term care is expensive, and it's not covered by traditional types of insurance plans. With benefits designed specifically for the federal family, the Federal Long-Term Care Insurance Program offers a smart way to help protect savings and assets and remain independent should you need long-term care services someday. Start planning for the future. Take the next step and visit ltcfeds.com today. That's ltcfeds.com. Welcome back to Fed Talk on the Federal News Network, 1500 AM. I'm Tony Vernetti, and I'm talking with Deb Schweiker and Nate Brown from the FEI Alumni Association. Um, so we were talking a lot about, you know, how passionate we are to get that training and how it's necessary. Um, you know, at least we all believe how necessary it is, um, that executive training. Um, tell us, I guess each of you, tell us, you know, you know how does one get invited you know, to, to go to FEI, because it seems like a wonderful experience. I can talk about how we did it. I was at the Department of Education when I went to FEI. They ran a competition. You put your name in an application telling how you'd benefit, why you'd benefit. It's an expensive program, and I'm not going to sort of belittle those prices. That it's, it's an excellent, excellent program, and you get your money's worth, trust me. Absolutely. Um, it's a four-week program. It's residential. It includes everything. Um, and some pretty good food. I'll say that. <laughs> That's we're, a perk of the training. We're there three days and we gain five pounds, okay? So, it's called the fresh intent. Right? Yeah, there you go. It sounds like a federal executive intensive <laughs> outpatient program. There, there you it's go. Residential. Um, but that's, uh, they would then decide education at the time, I think, had 10 slots. So 10 of us got to go. Um, and it's run through the agency training coordinators still. So I think mm -hmm. most of the agencies still do centrally administer it. Mm -hmm. That's very similar to my agency over at FDA as well. I mean, it's a, uh, uh, like Deb said, um, you, you can't belittle it. It is an expensive program. Um, it is definitely worth the investment. And so uh, we have a certain number of slots in our in our uh, agency that we allocate for that. And Each year? A, each year, every mm -hmm. single year, we mm -hmm. have a certain number of slots, and it's a competitive process. So you're applying. You know, I applied uh, for the program, the, our training office. Uh, we, we kind of centralize it to a degree, and, um, they let us know it's open. Uh, the enrollment period is open. Uh, if you want to apply, please do so. Uh, we apply, and it's decided uh, in essential uh, fashion in the in the agency who gets accepted. You know, you have to have essays and all of that. So it's not too dissimilar from you know any you know prestigious program. Mm -hmm. But you do need to raise your hand. I mean, both of you were interested in it, yes, right? Absolutely. And said, I do want to be a leader. I do see the need for training. Yes. I think some people, like Tony but, was saying earlier, fall into it. And, and they and, but, don't. And so care. how do these, like your agencies, let me just like, you know, example, how do they make you aware that this kind of training, you know, you know, is available or is it up to you to kind of seek out 
you know, what you think is necessary for your own professional development. Education sent out a general announcement to everyone to say this is available. Here's the application period. Here's when you need to get this and, in. And it is the Department of Education. education. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, what, uh, what about FDA? Yeah, same thing. At uh, Over at FDA, it's, it's kind of a similar process. They, they let everyone know it's open. Um, I'd say we, we do a pretty good job at FDA, uh, managers, management, senior management of informing. Um, uh, first, everyone knows, but really encouraging those uh, who we think you know would benefit most and benefit the federal government and, and our constituents most. And so, um, you know, me, you know, being a director, you know, I was I was made aware of it, um, and I make others aware of it as well. I say, hey, this is a fantastic program. I think you'd be great for this. Yeah, I, I'm. That's what I was thinking. It's like you come back as an alumni, you know, and it's like you're telling people, you know, that are like minded, you know, that want to, you know, have this professional development. And I'm sure you're their you're their biggest champions. Uh, but I have to imagine, as much like anything, sometimes in the federal government, it might be. And I'm not asking you all um, to name agencies, but I just suspect that. In some agencies, you know, it may not be given the same level of importance or it's, you know, it's just not advertised or communicated enough that this is available. Well, and it's likely that some agencies just the because of the costs of training, because mm -hmm. of, you know, other issues going on. Agencies have a lot of stuff on their plate. Mm -hmm. They don't necessarily prioritize training. Mm -hmm. So therefore, right. a, mm -hmm. you know, a program like FEI or some of the others out there agencies just might not be as focused on and i think that's probably mm -hmm. what you run into yeah well it's it's look in, in a lot of mission you know you know mission only kind of related people is like it's overhead in their minds yeah. sometimes which is why i keep you know reiterating i know we'll touch upon this it's mission essential mm -hmm. you know because if you don't have good leaders you know that's a problem part of the problem though is and and let me be perfectly frank the time you are at FEI, which is either a four-week period or two two-week periods, you're not supposed to be looking at your email. <laughs> uh, and I think a lot of agencies go, I, I can't deal with this person being out for a month or even mm -hmm. two weeks. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's the adjustment and that's the commitment you have to make. We've been on the air 20 minutes and I've seen Jenny check her phone twice. <laughs> hey, hey, I did not check I'm my sorry. phone at all. I ever said that when people can't see I'm it. just, just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I know, but it's hard not to, right? Yes. I mean, I forgot right. my phone the other day and I felt like I was oh. missing an appendage the entire yes. day because I yes. couldn't do <laughs> something. And right. it's really crazy. But I also, I was actually talking to somebody, a friend yesterday, who's going to be out of the office. And he said, I'm really going to try to take this vacation and not check my phone. And I said, you know what? That's good for your team. Mm -hmm. They can do this too. Mm -hmm. They can mm -hmm. step up and lead. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the same way as well, it cascades and, that mm -hmm. leadership training for you is a leadership training and opportunity. Lot, and a lot of you who rise up in your agencies, you know, are, you know, high achievers, you're moving, you end up taking on a lot of responsibility and you take a lot of ownership and control over it. And it's hard, right? Absolutely. Because, you know, you know, to give that back to let somebody else right. you know, do it. Um, babe, take us through, since you were there more recently, just just create for our listeners, anybody out there who's thinking about applying for FEI, just more about, you know, kind of the day-to-day -day instruction that you get there and, you know, the training. Sure, sure. And I'll, I'll say this, we had a great segue into this because, uh, um, yeah, it is uh, highly, highly encouraged that you, um, uh, you know, be present and in the moment while you're there. Um when you're there, this is a residential program like Deb mentioned. And so it's a, uh, I went there for four weeks, four full weeks, and uh, it's intense uh, four weeks. You have, uh, uh, of course, training courses, you have seminars, you have lots of small group work, lots of projects, uh, and you're working, eating, living with executives from all over the federal agency, all agencies. Uh, it's a very unique experience. Uh, you learn a tremendous amount about yourself, good and bad. Uh, you have 360-degree evaluations. You have self-assessments. Um, I learned so much about myself in th that time there. I, I never thought I can dig so deep into my own psyche. It's pretty eye-opening, it, it? It is very eye-opening, <laughs> and, and it's necessary because you do that, and then you're, best, then you're better able to understand how you can use your strengths, your weaknesses, uh, understanding your triggers, understanding your capabilities and how you work with others. And so 
you know, through all that, like I said, it's, it's, it's very regimented. You know, you're starting early in the morning and you're going into the evening uh, with all of what I just explained, you know, the courses and the seminars and such. Um, you, like I said, everyone eats together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we do social events together. It's it's uh, we have uh, at least two weekends we're there and we're kind of like on on the FEI clock. Um, and so what you end up with, you know, the product is, uh, you know, I ended up having a leadership development plan. OK. And this leadership development plan is almost a culmination of what you learned over the four weeks and taking it to the next step. OK, you learned all of this. Uh, you already you you're already a leader. That's why we wanted to bring you here. So now you've learned some tools and some more about yourself to how and to improve that and how to make that enterprise leadership. Okay. And so with this plan, I have Abe has I have a two year process. You know, milestones and objectives throughout. And so I now use that at at work and at home. It's both professional and personal leadership. And that's what I use going forward. And that's the best thing about FEI that I found. And, and I bet you take that, you know, and and guide you, you know, throughout your two years and, and a lot of what you do at work, you know, mm-hmm. if you're making a, a decision, you know, personal related decision or even if it's mission related, you know, is this furthering, you know, my goals Absolutely. and ultimately the agency's goals and the missions, yes. you know, and then where it affects you personally, mm-hmm. you know, you can you can apply the same. Oh yeah, the, the, same the, the, the passion professionally. At the end of the day, you want to uphold that constitution. At so the end of the day, that's yeah. So well, and and you know, and that's you know why they one of the the principles there is they call the reground executives in the constitutional framework of the federal government. Absolutely, that just sounds like law school though. <laughs> well, now you just made it boring. <laughs> well, yeah. well, let me try to make it more exciting because what something you said, um, you know, that really is interesting to me is you've described this very sort of interactive, um, this very collaborative um, process where you learn as much from your classmates as you are, you know, from, from the facilitator, the instructor um, and things like that. And I, you know, and I think that's fascinating and I got to think that makes learning fun. It makes it fun. It gives you that network to ask questions to. Um, one of the things that I think people forget is there are really no new problems. They're just repackaged old problems. And mm-hmm. if I haven't experienced it, somebody else has. Mm-hmm. Now, my class was in 2001. I am still in touch with two people from my, my little group. I was going to ask you that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I imagine, you, Abe, you're still in touch with a lot of them because you're just, you know, freshly out. Very much so. I'd say every few days, you know, I'm talking with with many in my class, uh, I now have, you know, a quick call or email or a text or a group text to, you know, 40 other executives in, you know, 15, 20 different agencies. Mm-hmm. And we have such a great relationship with each other. Like Deb said, there's no new issues. Like I said, it's just repackaged. And so if it's new to me, I'm, I'm have a quick phone call. Hey, mm-hmm. you know, in agency X, you know, hey, I have this issue. Tell me what your thoughts are and what you think I should, you know, I should consider. And well, and that's always what I've loved seeing is that we all like to think our agencies are special snowflakes. Right. Right. Everything, you know, only my agency has ever dealt with this problem. Right. Oh, wait, human capital or manager issues or budget issues. Mm-hmm. We've all got the same problems. Mm-hmm. Sorry, all, all right. you special snowflakes out there. <laughs> well, that's a good, good segue into what the Alumni Association mm-hmm. is all about, you know, is about continuing that collaborative, that interactive you know, environment that you had mm-hmm. at FEI and continuing it into, you know, your work back at the agency. You know, if you could speak a little bit to that. Uh. Our yearly retreat um, that we just had has a new theme and it's connections. That's what we're doing this year. And we're trying to get people to reconnect with their classes. One comment that I've always made, and, and I was told this by somebody who'd gone to FEI before I had, and they said, oh, well, you need a halfway house before you go back to your real job <laughs> because you're leaving an environment that, yes. A, is incredibly supportive, Yes. where your ideas are brilliant no matter yes. what, yes. Um, and you're encouraged to speak up, and then you get back to the real world. All, where All, it, all participation ribbons. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. So you sort of need that support group when you get out. And yes. what we're trying to do is make people reconnect with their classes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to continue on through our Christmas party. We would like to have people bring entire classes back 
to the Christmas party, mm-hmm. sit together, right. talk. What's happened lately? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we've got a whole new role for class reps to get mm-hmm. them involved. So, right. I mean, to me, what and I would ask you all, I mean, what I think would be valuable is you learn a lot of this sort of, I'm a very practical guy, right? So you learn all this philosophical, you know, all this stuff that, that in an academic setting sounds mm-hmm. great, mm-hmm. right? You know, but if I'm, you know, if I'm the head of the office, all that's great. Mm-hmm. Show me how the rubber's going to hit the road. How are mm-hmm. you going to sort of, mm-hmm. you know, make that work here? Yeah. Um, and sometimes that's a challenge, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I would think more you can reach out to other people that have maybe done that before you. Mm-hmm. You know, here's what you may want to do. Here's what you may not want to do. You know, right, things yeah. like that can, can be can be valuable. Tony, that's where that plan comes into play. I mentioned before. You know, they're very focused. FBI is very focused on uh, you having an execution plan. You know, that's like you said, the rubber meets the road. All this philosophical academic work that you learn. Well, the plan is actually well, we'll, we'll execute this. How do you do that? Right. And so they don't just turn you loose and say, "Good luck." Absolutely. You know, that's go, right. go forth and conquer. Well, because mm-hmm. if leadership was easy. <coughs> Everybody would do it. We wouldn't be sitting here talking about leadership development and Mm -hmm. what you need to learn in the skills. Mm -hmm. And so my favorite um, phrase that when I was running a leadership development program, I used to say to the fellows in the program Mm. is be intentional. Mm -hmm. Be intentional about the connections you make. Be intentional about how you're using the things you're learning. Mm -hmm. Be intentional about your relationships with people. Mm -hmm. Because if you're not actively thinking about it, Mm -hmm. you're just out Mm -hmm. there, like Tony said, just sort of, here we are. I'm right. going, and so right. that plan right. mm-hmm. is me, part of being intentional. Let me put mm-hmm. this nice little certificate up on up on my wall uh, here. Right, let me, get, right. you know, let me mm-hmm. have my, you know, <laughs> no, somebody no, no. frame it for me and get it up there, mm-hmm. and exactly. I'll, I'll look at it every every day. <laughs> Point to it every couple of days. Yeah, as you ask where an association you're talking about comes into play, because yeah. that intentionality, you know, that's a word. The intentionality, <laughs> the association encourages that. We provide the resources for that. We want you to keep the connections, keep the learning going. So that's why. You know, I was very excited to be a part of the association. So we are going to stop here for our second break. And when we come back, we'll be joined by another FEIA board member, Jonathan Herman. And we're going to shift gears and talk specifically about the association's upcoming executive forum. But first, this word from our sponsor. Retirement plan. Long-term care is expensive, and it's not covered by traditional types of insurance plans. With benefits designed specifically for the federal family, the Federal Long-Term Care Insurance Program offers a smart way to help protect savings and assets and remain independent should you need long-term care services someday. Start planning for the future. Take the next step and visit ltcfeds.com today. That's ltcfeds.com. Shaw, Bransford, and Roth. One team working all three branches. Judicial, legislative, executive. Judicial. SB&R employment attorneys offer specialized legal representation for federal managers. Legislative. Lobbyists in government and public affairs advocating for corporate clients. Executive. Produces two free weekly newsletters, Fed Manager and Fed Agent. Shaw, Bransford, and Roth is your one destination for all three branches of government. Online at shawbransford.com. SB&R. Client-focused. Results-driven. Welcome back to Fed Talk on the Federal News Network, 1500 AM. I am Tony Vernetti, and at this time, I would like to welcome to the show Jonathan Herman, FEIA board member, to talk specifically about their upcoming executive forum. Jonathan, good morning. Hey, good morning, Tony. Hey, thanks for thanks for being there for us. Um, before I ask you about the forum, oh, I'm glad to do it. I, but I know you've been yeah. listening the whole half hour because they, they told me. Um, yes, I so have. I, I know you've you've retired uh, back in 2013 after 37 years at the EPA, and you've heard us talking about the association and, and the collaborative work, and you know, and why that's sort of valuable. Um, why don't you tell you know our listeners? why you are still so active in the association as a retired member. Well, one of the things I learned when I went to uh, FEI back in 2007 uh, was that uh, you weren't in this by yourself. You had a group of people, a cohort, if you will, who were going through the same experiences. And you could count on those folks, certainly during the four weeks or afterward, to uh, help you out. It's kind of like what Deb was talking about, a halfway house. So that was really uh, a 
benefit for me. And in particular, I took one course on uh, circles of influence, it was called, that just sort of turned the light bulb on for me. And uh, I just felt that FEI was an outstanding program and I wanted to be involved as much as I could be. So uh, let's talk a little bit about your executive forum. It's, and I wasn't kidding, it's a very sort of popular one-day training um, event um, forum here in Washington, D.C. Um, I'll just get out the, the, the specifics and rudimentary stuff. It's, it's May 21st, Tuesday, um, and it's at the Marvin Center at George Washington University. Um, and it really is something that I hear um, executives, you know, you know, talk about, um, right. It's, it's, we're busy, right. Everybody's busy, you know, but you got, you know, you have to carve out time and it's a one day training. So people ask me, you know, you know, about attending or what would I attend? You know, this is certainly something, you know, I would, I would strongly consider. So Jonathan, why don't you tell us what's in store for us this year? One of the things that I think is really important is we try and be current. We try and provide practical information for folks who can take it back and use it either the next day or maybe a week or a year later. But certainly our focus this this year is on the 2020 executive. That's the theme. Integrate, motivate, and, and uh, innovate with purpose and integrity. So that's that's our theme. And that's what we're focused on. The idea is that uh, we will provide information to the attendees that will help them do a better job when they get back to the work workaday world after the after the uh, forum. So tell us a little bit about the um, the featured speakers you have for this this year's forum. We have uh, three featured speakers. The first one is Nick Morgan. And he comes to us with a book called Can You Hear Me? How to Connect with People in the Virtual World. Nick's argument is basically that as we go to a virtual world where we're talking to people not face-to-face but over a line, over a phone line, on, on, uh, on the video, that we kind of lose the context. And he offers uh, some uh, tricks, if you want to call it that, or some some uh, tools to help us overcome that by employing uh, different approaches and kind of bringing back in the high touch through the through the the high tech. Our second speaker is uh, Antoinette Allen, who's going to talk about strategic forgiveness, and it's basically a story of Nelson Mandela and how when he came to be the president of South. Africa, he offered that instead of uh, going to war or having conflicts, that uh, his approach would be forgiveness. And she's a, uh, a teacher down at FEI, and she put this program together. She started teaching it in uh, in September of 2018. Uh, we heard from folks that said it was a really great program, so we wanted to get someone from FEI on board, and she agreed to do it. The third person is Michelle Gelfin, and she has a book out called Rule Makers, Rule Breakers, How Tight and Loose Cultures Wire Our World. And Michelle is arguing that uh, there are certain cultures in the world, there are certain cultures in the United States, there are certain cultures even within your own uh, business or government entity, and you need to be aware of those and you need to accommodate those different cultures. And she'll offer some ideas on how to go about doing that. Uh, for example, why is there so much difference between red states and blue states? Why was uh, the Daimler Chrysler, uh, the Daimler Chrysler uh, company destined to failure? Those sorts of things. Uh, our fourth speaker is actually gonna be the director of FEI Suzanne Logan, and she'll be talking about what's going on in the FEI arena. Uh, As some of you may know, uh, OPM is in the process of part of it going to the General Services Administration. FEI would actually go to the General Services Administration and 
during the um, retreat we had, she spent about an hour, an hour and 15 with us talking about what that looked like and how they were approaching it. So we're hoping to get an update from her on the 21st as to how that's proceeding. And, and uh, so we're looking forward to that. Uh, the other thing that's kind of unique, and we haven't done this for several years, is we're going to have an SES panel focusing on environmental core qualifications and the uh, review board that you, everyone has to go through in, uh, in potentially becoming an SES leader, joining the SES. And I know that um, Jenny's going to talk a little bit more about that as, uh, in the next segment. But um, so we think we've got a really jam-packed program. Yeah. We think we've got stuff that people will enjoy and like, and uh, that's where we're at. Yeah, I think, you know, and there's there's a lot of, for me, there's a lot of variety in there. And I want to sort of get our panel on the comment a little bit on it. Um, but I just want to let folks um, who want to register um, that they can go to FEIA's website. It's www.feiaa.org. I guess that shows how old I am that I always do www first. <laughs> but it's just, you know, feiaa.org, or you can always give them a call at 703-725-2863. If you're an FEIA member, it's just 475. Non-members, it's 550. Retired folks, who we always like to give a break to, right? It's three, <laughs> 310. Um, and That's then right. there's a group rate. Um, if you've got, you know, a handful of people in your office that you want to bring along, I don't know, five or more, we'll, we'll, they'll negotiate with you. No, there's the, they essentially give you the, the FEIA member rate. Um, but I, you know, let me just speak to that group, that group situation. I, I think it's important for offices sometimes to get out. You know, rather than, hey, I'm just going to send Abe to this training, he comes back all empowered about everything, and he starts talking to us, and we don't know what the heck he's talking about. <laughs> but you send the whole office together, sure. you know, and you know, and, and not only are you there at the training together, you've established this, this camaraderie, this collaborative effort, you know, at your table throughout this training, and I, I think that's you know, in, important um, to bring back. Well, and it's an interesting way. Everybody takes something different from a mm -hmm. speaker or from a leadership training. Mm -hmm. And so if you have your group there, you might each pick up on different mm -hmm. parts of it that really mm -hmm. help you once well, you're back Well, and, and the there's office. research sometimes that, that the most, I don't know, creative ideas, but sometimes the best work ideas come from when you take the group out of the, the workplace situation. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, you know, talking about going to top golf or what's the newest thing or throwing axes at stuff, like that. you know but into kind of a structured you know learning environment um but let me ask you all to comment just a little bit on some of these courses so abe i know you deal a lot with virtual you know virtual Absolutely. leading and stuff mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. this you know first thing with nick morgan has got to be something that's going to be interesting for you yeah it's, i think it's very important uh, to have this and that's one of the reasons we chose it because i mean as you know the the world is getting more um virtual and um at the same time smaller uh through advances in communication and technology um you know where i work in, in my office we're, we're a virtual office and so um you know my staff they're all over the country um and the, the majority of them are not in this dmv area uh and so learning how to work with uh, individuals, uh, whether it be, you know, staff, subordinates, whether it be uh, supervisors, whomever, um, people in other agencies, that's critical going forward uh, for the federal government. Uh, I know the private sector has been moving in that direction a long time. And uh, we are, as federal uh, agencies, we're kind of just now in many agencies uh, getting into it. Some agencies have been doing it for a while, but I think a lot of us are just understanding how virtual works. And for me, I'm a big advocate for it. Uh, I believe it's very important. I believe it's, uh, it's strategic um, in terms of workforce. Uh, in terms of uh, uh, being able to best serve our, you know, our taxpayers. Flexibility, yeah. you may get better talent that way. Absolutely. But I could tell you, as you know, I'm a little bit old school. You know, I think Jenny and I, you talked about this recently. It, 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 the leadership aspect of it would terrify me. Mm -hmm. You know, so I mean, it'd be interesting to hear what he says, and you know, you know, and you probably have a lot to offer mm -hmm. in this event. You know, as somebody, you know, who's who 
who's done it. Well, remember when telework was really rolled out, there right. was a bill that Congress passed back in 2008, I think it was, mm -hmm. sort of mandating telework as That's much right. as possible. That's right. And people freaked out because what? Mm -hmm. how do I lead or how do I manage if I can't mm -hmm. see the person? Right. And you can. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're doing it. Mm -hmm. Abe, you see it it's all the time. Mindset. A lot of us are, but it's a different mindset, a different toolbox. Right. And that kind of goes back to, and it's we have it here, and it kind of speaks to one of the key elements that the FEI and, and the association, we, we, you know, we, we preach and everyone knows, it says adaptability. You right. know, this is part of change. You know, change is constant. It's the only thing that's constant. So adaptability right. is so important and being able to adapt to the virtual world that is coming, whether you like it or not, that's critical for any leader. And right. continuous learning. You may not have that skill set. That's why a one-day training, hey, easy, mm -hmm. go brush up on some new tools. That's right. right. So we're going to have to stop here for our final break. And unfortunately, we're going to say goodbye to Jonathan. Jonathan, thanks so much for your time and, and calling in today. Glad to do it, Tony. And I invite everyone to come. We're also on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. And we're on LinkedIn. So check us out. Real Talking real about time, virtual real right 2019 we're everywhere. organization. We're everywhere. We said right. federal executives aren't harmed with it. <laughs> Mr. Zuckerberg. <laughs> That's right. When, when we return, we'll wrap up today's discussion with the FEI Alumni Association. Make long-term care insurance part of your retirement plan. Long-term care is expensive, and it's not covered by traditional types of insurance plans. With benefits designed specifically for the federal family, the Federal Long-Term Care Insurance Program offers a smart way to help protect savings and assets and remain independent should you need long-term care services someday. Start planning for the future. Take the next step and visit ltcfeds.com today. That's ltcfeds.com. Welcome back to Fed Talk on the Federal News Network, 1500 AM. We are entering our last segment of the show. Can't believe the time has flown. And we are talking with Deb Schweikert and Abe Brown from the FEI Alumni Association. And before we took our break and we had uh, Jonathan Herman on, we were talking specifically um, about their very popular executive forum that will be held here um, at George Washington's Marvin Center here in May. Um, I want to just quickly... Um, talk a little bit about some of the the other courses that Jonathan or the, the seminar the, the sort of the speakers that we're going to have that Jonathan mentioned I mean one that was just interesting to me um, you know is the one by Antoinette Allen about strategic forgiveness you know because I you know remember I'm old enough to remember um, when President Mandela you know became president and got you know in prison and and this is what he was you know, Preaching, and I was, you know, stunned because it's like, man, I mean, is that is that a lesson on tolerance? Mm -hmm. Is that? And he had a lot of people that were in his corner, right? And a lot of people that were, you know, all inside, they were very much opposed to what he wanted to do. But the word, you know, and I'm hope I'm not off base because I haven't read her book, <laughs> but the word in there that striking to me is st strategic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right? that's what jumps mm -hmm. out at me too. Right. So, he, like, you may not agree. You may not agree. I may not emotionally agree, but strategically, you know, here's why you need mm -hmm. to do that. And, you know, in my day job, I deal a lot with people who, you know, are dealing with problems, work, and things like that. And it's very emotional and things like that. And I constantly are preaching them to think strategic. Now. It's easy for me to say, right? Because I'm sitting in my high years. I'm not going through it. Um, but to me, that's got to be, you know, that's a, definitely something that I would want to pay attention and, and, and listen to um, mm -hmm. if you're out there. Um, the other presenter um, I got to mention is because I've, I've seen her speak um, several times is Dr. Susan Logan, um, who's the obviously the director of FEI. Um you know, and yeah, there's going to be a lot of stuff to want to talk about, about the merger to GSA. And that's, to me, that's all um, political fodder. But, you know, anytime you have an opportunity to listen to her, um, you know, about her vision and her, you know, future for learning in, in the federal government, you should listen, mm -hmm. you know, because she's, you know, she's really, 
you know, they got some, they got good vision down there with their university model that they're talking about. And, and they're not just, you know, resting on how things were done way back in 2001, right? Mm-hmm. right. We're thinking more, you know, how are things done in 2018 and, and in the future? Right. And I know, Deb, you want to talk a little bit about um, some other stuff that you, uh, FEIA has got planned? FEI has two new programs. And for those of you who haven't heard of the Footsteps program, it is fantastic. You want to talk about total immersion. Um, it's a three-day, not a three-week or a three-month. It's a three-day program. They did an incredible one, which dealt with the civil rights movement and was based on the walk from um, Montgomery to Selma. They have two new programs coming up. One is in May, and, and it's actually in Charlottesville. Charlottesville has gone through a lot of issues lately. Um, the 2017 protest over the stat, the Confederate statues and the young woman who was killed as a result showed that Charlottesville needed to be resilient to recover. So FEI has a whole program called um, the How to Find the Path to Resilience. So it is in Charlottesville. It's May 29th through the 31st. The other program they've got coming up is called Exploring the Culture of Innovation and Teamwork at the Mayo Clinic, Executive Leadership Lessons, and it's in August. It's actually going to be in Rochester, Minnesota. Um, If you're interested, go to the the OPM leadership website, leadership.opm.gov backslash courses.aspx. Both courses look excellent, and they're sort of a continuation. They're open to any SES, any 15, or any LDS program graduate. So if you're interested, look into it. It's just a continuation of those skills and building your repertoire. So... And kind of like what we're talking about here, you know, earlier on, you guys are talking about when you leave, you know, FEI and it's you know, like there's no new problems sort of thinking like there are. And that's kind of what these footsteps are. Like these are some big events, you know, you know, real world stuff that either has gone on in our history, you know, the civil mm-hmm. rights movement, you know, you know, different things that you're able to come in there and, and, and learn, through, you know, through from a leadership standpoint how you know they dealt with this problem you you want to talk about being strategic the civil rights movement right um you know certain you know things that you know that went on there and you're able to kind of put yourself in the mindset of what if i was here you know how would i do this how does this translate in some you know what i'm doing you know day to day and 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 to me that's some you know fascinating you know you know leadership skills mm-hmm. you know and i've heard dr logan talk about the the, the Montgomery one, you know, several mm-hmm. times, and that mm-hmm. seems, you know, pretty pretty motivating. So so they've got a you know a lot going on, a lot going on there. Well, and it really is. I mean, strategic. That word keeps coming mm-hmm. back, and mm-hmm. I want to jump on that because you have to be strategic about continuing your development. You have to be strategic about what are the skills. They're not just ECQs, although those mm-hmm. encompass mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. But there is resiliency out there <clears throat> in real world situations that aren't encompassed by some of the things that are out there. There's strategic forgiveness is not an ECQ, right. but it's a necessary quality. Absolutely. Not just leaders need. We probably all need as humans. Absolutely. Uh, and then there's things in there like I look at the um, – shout out that throughout the forum you have networking breaks because Mm -hmm. making connections and being strategic about it Mm -hmm. i sometimes don't use the word networking anymore because it freaks people out they have these visions of standing in a corner like maybe (laughs) handing out a business card to somebody while they're really and like making awkward conversation it reminds me of speed dating right Right, right. and that's what people think but i always go back and say what about strategic networking who are the people you need to meet that help you meet your mission right and that's different. That's not just randomly mm-hmm. throwing mm-hmm. business cards no, at people, no, no. you know. And and so being strategic in all of these pieces of development helps you be a stronger leader. Right. And yeah. I don't think anybody talks about it when you're coming up the chain of be strategic and how you're doing this. And no. that's where I love that you all are focusing and continuing on that connection. Yeah, well, leaves them, you know, the FEI and, and the association, you know, we kind of live and breathe that, you know, be, be strategic, understand, know. Yep. You know, be aware of yourself. Be aware of what you're, where you want to go, and be aware of what's out there and uh, and, and how the connections are made. You know, uh, uh, you know, Deb said perfectly earlier. You know, uh, one of our uh, a vision we have this year: connectivity and right. uh, connections. Right. And I think Deb, you've got a great quote on like being a leader, and I want to throw it out there because I love this. <laughs> 
I, I always bring quotes with me. So um, this one that's been sitting in front of me is, if your actions create a legacy that inspires others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, then you're an excellent leader. Um, and it's sort of something you, you try to live by. It's not something that is necessarily easy because we all we have to deal with the hand we're dealt. Yep. So you walk into a new agency, a new position, you've got a staff that's intact, getting through to them, getting to know them. Uh, I've become a real advocate of servant leadership, and it's mm -hmm. getting to yeah, know your staff mm -hmm. and finding out about them mm -hmm. um, and what they need. Mm -hmm. But a little interesting thing about this quote, um, originally when I first heard it, it was attributed to John Quincy Adams. And then I did a little bit of research, and I found that actually John Quincy Adams said something similar, but not quite exactly this. This exact quote came from Dolly Parton. <laughs> now, Dolly's a very successful executive, so we have yeah. something we can learn from That's her. Dolly World. That's right. 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 <laughs> well, and it's great because you can learn something from everybody. Mm -hmm. And that's what, uh, you know, when you go to a forum or when you go to these footsteps or keep doing your continuous learning, I always suggest to people, find the one nugget of wisdom. I love that. Mm -hmm. What's the one nugget? Uh, Dolly's right. got a nugget of wisdom, wisdom. there right. I can take. I might right. not have thought about it, right. but it's there. Well, and I look at this year's forum, and, you know, there's a lot what people will call, you know, I think, you know, hard and soft skills, you know, in there um, that you can take away. And I would, you know, with the with the SCS panel and the ECQs, there's some practical ones, too, right. you know, that I think will be of value to you, particularly if you're looking to break into, you know, you know, the SES ranks, mm -hmm. you know, that that's, you know, going to be something that, that you should be, you know, interested in. Yeah. Um, Jenny, let me ask you, you know, just thinking back to your old hat um, in your former position at the White House, um, you know, why are events like this, like the Executive Forum, you know, helpful, you know, in, in today's government? Well, I really do think every time I talk to somebody, budget comes up. And we talked earlier about the ability to leave your job for any amount of time. It is really, really tough to do training. But these one-day events, there are a lot of them out there if people wanted to, or two-day or two, mm -hmm. whatever, short-time events. I'm a big fan of continuous training. I love the immersion because I think you get a lot. But that's not a reality for everybody. Right. So. Yeah. Instead of using it as a barrier, oh, my agency said I couldn't do a big training, go find these other trainings. I think it's incumbent on each of us as individuals to raise our hand and take trainings and find seek out these opportunities because otherwise they're not just going to fall in your lap and the agencies aren't necessarily going to tell you about them. Mm -hmm. And so something like this, you get to network, you get some training, right. and you're re-energized And I, and I sort of was saying the same thing earlier yeah. on, and I don't want to um, – act like I'm down on the longer trainings and not that they're as necessary. I just hear, yep. I don't have the time. We don't have the money. Mm -hmm. You've got the time and you've got the money for a one day training. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and, mm -hmm. and if that's all you got, mm -hmm. right, this is one you should, you should seriously, you know, seriously consider. So we're almost and, out of right, time. I know. When so we I wanna, all need training. That's yes, what I'm going to leave yes, people so with. Wanna, Be intentional. Nobody is fully baked. I just <laughs> want to give everybody the website. You know, it, you know, definitely check it out for the forum, feiaa.org. If you're interested in, in joining the association or you're interested um, in learning more about the Federal Executive Institute, you can get a lot of information on their website. So that's all the time we have. Deb, Abe, Jenny, and Jonathan for calling in. Thanks, all of you, for, for being here. Appreciate it. Thanks, Tony. Thank you, Tony. Thank you. And thanks, all of you, for listening. Just a reminder that Fed Talk is brought to you by the attorneys at Shaw, Bransford, and Roth. Have a great weekend.